When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 477, Conscious Procrastination, part one, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life, covering personal development, productivity, and life hacks, and minimalism, mostly from some of the best blogs you can find and with their permission. We cover other topics on the other podcasts in our network that includes personal finance, health and fitness, and entrepreneurship. You can find all our shows at oldpodcast.com. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Conscious Procrastination, Part 1, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. No time management system is worth much if it doesn't tell you what to do at 9 a.m. on Monday morning. Suppose you have a list of all your tasks and projects. Which one should you work on first? My answer is that you should work on the tasks that you believe will yield the greatest long-term payoff until true urgency requires that you switch. But of course, many people do the exact opposite. They begin their work days with the little stuff that's easy to dispatch, such as email, checking websites, and other routine tasks. Certainly in some urgency-driven jobs, this is important, but for most intelligent knowledge workers, these tasks are not the core of one's productive output. In theory, it shouldn't make any difference if you do the little stuff first and then the important stuff each day. Delaying the important stuff a few hours can't hurt as long as it gets done, right? Maybe if you get all that little stuff cleared out of the way, you'll be better able to focus on the big projects. You wouldn't want those unanswered emails hanging over your head all day, right? Lies, lies, lies. You know well enough what really happens. You never get to the important stuff. The little stuff multiplies. Pretty soon it's 4 p.m. and you haven't done a thing that's gonna matter five years from now. But you've checked your email a dozen times, had three coffee breaks, caught up on the latest news, read some trivial forum postings, and possibly made a few of your own, refilled your printer with fresh paper, replaced your empty tissue box, and cleaned your computer monitor. You've been busy, but you've accomplished nothing of enduring value to anyone. Your whole day was sucked away by unconscious habits instead of conscious action. Doing little stuff first is one of the most insidious forms of procrastination because it seems like you're being productive. You rationalize that you have plenty of time to handle the big stuff and eventually you'll get to the big stuff when the time pressure becomes great enough. But if that never happens, you may simply never get it done at all. And there's a lot of big stuff that never becomes urgent until it's too late. Opportunities won't wait for you forever. The truth is that many of us today have far more items on our to-do list than we can possibly complete. This is certainly true for me. It would take me at least two years just to complete what's on my list right now. I know I'll never be able to do all of them. Something has to give. 
Every day, I have a choice between working on pointless little tasks or big, meaningful projects. On days that I choose the former, I end each day feeling I've accomplished very little, even though I've put in a lot of hours at my desk. I've kept up, but all I did was spin my wheels for another day. But when I chose to do the important stuff first, I feel great knowing that I'm on my way to producing major results. All tasks are not equal. Some tasks yield an enormous payoff for the time invested into them. Other tasks yield virtually no benefit. With more tasks than time, there's no choice but to procrastinate. So the key is to procrastinate consciously. Put off those tasks that produce little or no value as long as possible and invest the extra time in the real winners. Despite being fairly organized, I'm constantly procrastinating on low-value tasks. I needed a haircut about a month ago, and I still haven't gotten one yet. I delay most accounting work to the last possible minute. I still drive a 1994 Pontiac with 157,000 miles on it because I barely want to take the time to shop for a new car. I don't pay my bills late or put off tasks which will have serious negative consequences, but if the negative consequence of a delay is negligible, then I will usually put the task off as long as I can. As many people know, sometimes procrastination pays off. Often those little tasks will simply die. Something changes and they no longer need to be done at all. Other times, new resources will appear that make the task easier to complete. And a little time pressure can make it possible to complete a task faster than when time is abundant. Sure, I've gotten some bad haircuts now and then because I favor speed over quality, but I can't say it's ever mattered in the long run. This approach seems to work well enough for Bill Gates and Donald Trump. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Conscious Procrastination by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And funny it mentions Donald Trump. That was written well over 10 years ago. So before anyone knew he was gonna be president of the United States. Anyway, I'll wrap up this post tomorrow for you. And if you wanna hear more blogs being read to you, I definitely recommend subscribing to our others. My brother reads you health and fitness blogs on Optimal Health Daily. We have Optimal Finance Daily, which covers more about minimalism, but taking on the money side of things. And then I host Optimal Startup Daily with my business partner, and we take turns reading from entrepreneurial blogs. Definitely check those out to support this show. And I hope you're having a great weekend. I will catch you in the Sunday show tomorrow where we'll wrap up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.